Welcome to the Kwekua Hinijin Audio Library. Kwekua Hinijin is an African evangelist, prophet, pastor, and teacher of the Word of God. His aim is to reach all the lost souls in the world, no matter the cost. Join us as we listen to our prophet today as he preaches one of his messages from the Love Arena Church, Accra, Ghana. Amen. I want to especially welcome you to our Super Wednesday live midweek service. It's been a while. I think I think last month we had one. Was it last month? Yes, yeah, September. So last month we had one and this month too we are here again. I think that one wasn't broadcasted live. That's why I can't recall it because most of the live events, I do recall them. Hallelujah. All right, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Welcome once again. I was just asking if this network will help us today. Like today the camera is taken now. The network is jumping. So kindly pardon us if there are any intermissions. So once again, welcome to Super Wednesday. I'm excited to have you. And um, I want to thank everyone who participated in the prayer service on Sunday. God bless you very much. You know, um, uh, the design actually was the most part that got me. For me, in, um, in, in my personal perspective, got me was the... Um, the design of the whole um, show, you could go back and see it. I think we'll play. Okay, I don't want us to play a message today, but I want to continue sharing with you from there because I believe that it's still a new month. And um, I believe also that you need to be enlightened about uh, what we are coming to do in this month. That is October being a month of strength. Yes, I know some of us cannot wait for the announcements that are going to come out from this um meeting obviously um yes there are a few announcements that i want to give out to you but that will be way after the ministration hallelujah so at this moment in time let us be seated and let us organize ourselves for this wonderful moment okay so on sunday i spoke to you about why um the, the importance of strength or strength to fight Today, I'm going to be talking on fighting the good fight of faith. So that's today's message title, fighting the good fight of faith. How many are ready to hear it? Now today, I'm not going to be talking for too long. I, th- I, I think I can try to do that. So I won't be talking for too long, but um, it's going to be a very short and impactful message. And um, I believe that we are going to be blessed as we are listening to it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go to the book of 1 Timothy chapter 6 and the verse number 12. It says, We should fight the good fight of faith. We should lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Hallelujah. That how many? I'm sure most of you have seen this verse. And um, for first love people or flow music, Team, whoever is watching, 
I'm sure you um, know that in First Love there's a song having that title. But um, when you come here, we are still trying to bring it to you. But anyways, I'm sure you've heard this scripture one way or the other. Now, like I say, I want us to understand the Bible in its literal form. Not just because, you know, they said we should read the Bible. But because it is important for us to receive such wonderful things in our lives hallelujah so i'm always glad i'm always happy to um speak or to tell you about such wondrous beautiful mood changing things hallelujah all right so i'm going to start by saying what is first of all strength or what is fight we'll go to strength before we'll come to fighting so strength is actually a power or an authority that you have in you to move in order to defend or to exercise. So you can search for this in the dictionary, but this is my personal perspective on strength. So when you have strength, you have the strength to move. For example, I have the strength to move. I have the strength to walk, talk, eat, sleep, do whatever I want to do. I have the strength to be here, to be talking at this moment in time. So that's strength. So now, with this strength, now, our uh, message title or the theme scripture for today is saying, fight the good fight of faith. So, we need to understand, first of all, what is fighting? And, first, and secondly, what is also a good fight? A good fight of faith. What is a good fight and what is a good fight of faith? Yes, we need to understand these things. Because most of you read the Bible, you see these scriptures and you take it in a different way. But it is our job as evangelists, pastors, and all other gifts unto men to illustrate to you these wonderful things. Hallelujah. So, when we see fighting, first of all, number one, the first thing you need to know about fighting is that you need to have this consciousness that you know how to fight. You are strong. There's this certain knowledge that is at the back of you that will show you that or that will tell you you have to fight before you pick a fight. And before you even pick a fight or a fight arises from somewhere, what usually happens is that, um, how do I explain this? What usually happens is simple. And it's quite not understandable, but in a simple manner, I will try to explain it to you. When we are talking about fighting, Mm? Fighting is basically, um, how do I explain this? Fighting is, in its basic form, talking or referring to the ability to throw your hands in defense for something. Or a certain issue has arisen and anger has overtaken it. Sorry about that. It's okay now. Okay, so um, if anything should happen again, we would communicate to you as to what to do. Amen. So at this moment in time, kindly stay connected. If you're on Facebook, however, or um, Twitter, please kindly move to the YouTube. It's much stable there. You can search for Kuko Hinijan or Love Arena Online Church. Yes, this morning, sorry, just this evening, we part an update that it was actually it actually happened on Saturday, but we updated you prior to the Super Wednesday Live Midweek service. 
So kindly take note of that. So search for Love Arena Online Church or at Love Arena Virtual to join all the live services this week. Next week, the channel, the other one resumes back and then this one goes back. It's a backup channel for our events. Hallelujah. Okay, so I was talking up with you or I was sharing with you about, you know, the fighting. So before you actually develop that tendency to fight, you need to um, have one thing at the back of your mind. And this one thing is that you have the knowledge to fight. Therefore, if anything should happen, you, pick, you can pick a fight. Or, you know, you can defend yourself. Or you can show that this is you. So fighting can arise for so many reasons. In different places, different um Scenarios, I mean, fights can arise for any reason. So, now we've understood the word fight. So, meaning is to defend yourself or to show yourself as somebody who is strong. In other words, one who carries strength. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, that is what, um, that, that is what it means. Alright? And, um... What else? So, fight the good fight of faith. So, what is now a good fight? Because fights can be either good or bad. Can you note that? There are fights that are good. There are also fights that are bad. And there are fights that are not really necessary. Amen. And with these fights, some may involve injury. Some may involve blowing, fisting. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why people fight. For land purposes they fight for um i mean there are so many reasons i can't give a, a, all of them but this is the one that i really know which is may, maybe land or something like that somebody's land and then you know they are bickering or fighting over it which is i mean outrageous it's when you think about it it's surprising that ah, grown people like you, you are fighting over um, land or whatever it is do you understand Yes. So, fights can be violent, fights can be good, fights can be bad, fights can be unnecessary. And the Bible is saying that we should fight the good fight of faith. So, which one is it now talking about? That is what we are here to find out. So, the good fight or a good fight, it means that a fight with a good motive. In other words, a fight that is of good value. That day is of good substance. I don't know how best to explain to you, but in the best motive means that it should be in such a way that it should have a good value. It shouldn't just be there or it shouldn't just arise out of nowhere. It has to have a good value. For example, I can give you a story of what happened to one of the Christ Embassy churches in Accra. Is the youth church of Christ Embassy, and I think that's the most widespread church around um, Christ Embassy. That's the most widespread youth church around. So what happened was that they were having an event. You see, during COVID, Pastor Chris was sharing with them. I don't want to say anything here. Like I said, if I'll say anything, I'll give you where to go so that you can access that type of information, especially your Love Arena specials. Those times, they don't miss it. And your love won't. Don't miss it. Because there is revelation after revelation. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, um, 
Pastor Chris was sharing with them about, you know, the COVID, how it was planned, how it was initiated, and how it came into the universe, and why these vaccines are here, what they are doing to us, what they are doing to our bodies, and the how and how the masks were a limitation to us. And, you know, you'd, not, you'd meet somebody in Christ Embassy, but they were not wearing a mask. Yeah, they, they, they decided not to wear it because pastor taught them or gave them the understanding that indeed this is just a fox. It's not important. You two, pardon me if I've seen anything wrong, but I mean, this was what pastor said. I'm speaking in terms of pastor's words. So after that happened, they decided that, look, we are the youth. And if anybody is going to stand in the place of Christianity to fight the good fight of faith, it should be the youth. So they arose and they went for a huge event. I don't know where they held it. I think AICC or something like that. They held a huge event. It was called um, Pneumatica Night. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it was Pneumatica Night. P-N-E-U-M. Um, Pneumatica. Pneumatica. Okay, so um, P-N-E-U-M-A-T-I-C-A. Pneumatica Night. I don't know if that's correct, but that, they, they had a huge event. Healing, signs, wonders. Come on. The world was not available at that event. And all this was happening during the COVID time. When it happened, they were taken to court by the government. All in the name of, they did not obey the COVID restrictions because they were together. They were all together with no nose mask, nothing. And some thought, aha, this will be an example to churches who rebel against. But guess what? After two years of this case being in court, they came out successful. They won the case. That is an example of a good fight. They fought the good fight. If you hear the testimonies, that the day that they had the victory, I think uh, that the case was adjourned or it was brought down or it was done, they came, I think, midweek service. I was listening to the people that were on set with him and they were giving a description, testimonies of what they went through during that time. And that showed me that the meaning that what we are doing is actually a good work. What we are doing is a good fight. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. It's a good fight. We need to fight the good fight of faith. These people withheld not. They staggered not. They shook not. They went forward and they said, Listen, if we be the youth of CYC Airport City, we are going to have pneumatic nights. And they did it. And the government came for them. So when the government came for them, people started talking and saying that, eh, this will be a lesson to those who think God is um, somebody who we can just do anything for or we can say anything in the name of God and it will just be cancelled. This is a lesson to all the pastors out there who wants to rebel against the COVID-19 sorry, the measures and everything that was put in place. This is what they said. After two years, this case was in court for two years. We are talking about two years. 
two years that this case was in court. People had to offer themselves for them for the case. But it was just like when Abraham stood strong. And when God told him to go and sacrifice his son, he said, and he, he raised the knife and he trusted the Lord and he said, God will provide. He trusted the Lord, raised the knife, and then he, he was stopped. He was about to make a sacrifice. These people were about to make a sacrifice and they stopped. What happened? They staggered not. They were strong. They were fighting a good fight of faith. And God could see their actions. Some will say, eh, the case was not judged correctly. Okay, Mr. Lawyer, um, Mrs. Lawyer, Miss Lawyer, um, whatever. I don't care what, how many positions are in the court. How was the case not judged correctly? Wow! What else can you tell me other than this? That a case of having a huge church event of healings, miracles, deliverance, signs and wonders, you are telling me that the case was not judged correctly after they were taken to court and nothing happened? Sure, it was there for a long time. But did they not come out victorious? The whole point of the matter is that they will come out victorious. In this month, stagger not. I don't care. Listen, in my life, I don't care what happens to me. I care about what happens to the gospel. In anything that I put myself in, I indulge in. If you like ask the lady pastor, if you, anything that I indulge myself in, the first thing I think about, anything you give me, the first thing I think about is how to implement it in the church. Because I'm fighting the good fight of faith. My work isn't in vain. Some may think, some it may seem, but we are not working with what we are seeing because we walk by faith and not by sight. So I'm not walking by what I'm seeing. No, I'm walking by my faith, which is my strength, which comes from true joy. True joy of being a Christian. Do you know what it is to have true joy? It is not receiving billions of dollars. Money is good. But the love of money is the root of all evil. So don't misquote that. I hope you are listening. The love of money is the root of all evil. So it is not money is the root of all evil. It's the love of money. So you can like money. Money is good. You can like money. And it is for you to enjoy. Yes. But the love of it is the root of all evil. And you can like it. You can have billions of it. But if you are not using it for the right thing. Or you are not putting it to the right places. I can tell you for a fact that. After some time. You'd you know, get tired of actually having it. Because it's like you spent on everything. There's nothing you've not bought. There's nothing you've not seen. You spent on ev- what haven't you seen before? There's nothing on this earth, on the face of the planet, that I mean, you've not bought when you have that money. So you get tired of it. That's why people with money say that money can't buy happiness. Some will say, but in this current economy, if you give me money, then we'll be happy. You'll get tired of it. You don't understand till you're actually there. But 
That's not true joy. Having money isn't true joy. True joy is when a Christian is always excited to be in the presence of the Lord. To always read the word of God. To meditate on his word. That is true joy. Because listen, when you read the word of God and you are reading it rightly, in the right way, you are meditating, you are praying with it, you receive words in the spirit. And those words in the spirit that you are receiving brings you joy. Why? Because you know that there is a confirmation from above. Are you there? You know that there is a confirmation from above. So that's true joy. So joy influences our faith. Our faith is our strength in Christianity. Therefore, influencing us to fight the good fight of faith. So it's a system. It's a process that we must follow. Are you there? Yes. It's a system that we must follow. We must fight the good fight of faith. Some will say, hey, then they did well, you two can do some. Don't say they did well. You can do some. You have to fight the good fight of faith. Some people I know, I just don't. If you like, let it be in the case of me. And let's see how many would be at my back. Still, when our case is in court, the Love Arena Church is in court. (laughs) Just imagine that. For me, I stagger not. I told you that this month is your month of strength. In, at the communion service, every communion service, we release a new word of the month. I told you that stagger not. Do not shake. Shake not. Do not let the devil shake your grounds. You have to shake the devil's grounds because you have that authority. God has given to you that authority to shake his grounds. To put him in the right place where he belongs. So that is why I say stagger not. Not because of anything, but stagger not. Hallelujah. Yeah, stagger not. Stagger not. Stagger not. Stagger not. Yes, stagger not. Hallelujah. Staggering not, meaning... Not falling short of strength. In Christianity, when we say stagger, let's if you want to understand the word stagger, it means shake not. Don't fall. Stagger not. It means don't fall. So don't fall short of your strength, of the things of God, because it will ruin you eventually. When you stagger concerning the things of the Lord, what happens to you is that Gradually, you'll be conforming to the foolish things that the devil is telling you. Yes. So, what you are not supposed to believe, that is what you believe because you have staggered. When you are fighting, eh? do you stagger? Do you fall? No, you don't fall. You don't fall. You stagger not. You start strong and then you fight. Yeah. So you see, a man fighting, they, they are not, see, even if they are coming to fall, the amount of strength that they are using in their leg not to fall, you have not an idea. Yeah. There's a live display of it every day in our, our environment. Staggering us. And when you tell your neighbor, don't stagger. Yes, you shouldn't stagger. 
Staggering is one thing that should be out of your league. It should not be with you. It should not have a place in your life. I mean, in your Christian life, there should be nothing like you staggering. There should be nothing like you falling short of the glory of God. Hey! Why do you want to fall short of his glory? Don't do that. It will not help you. Yes. What I'm saying is true. It will not help you. That is the truth in the whole matter. <laughs> so, stagger not. Don't shake. Don't shake for the devil to deceive you. Because, see, what happens is that once you stagger, once your foundation as a Christian shakes, which is the word of God, immediately what happens is that the devil will take advantage. And the next thing that will happen is that he will influence you. So once you start falling like this, ah, he has you where he wants you. And you should not allow such things to happen. This is your month of strength. Listen, exercise the strength that the Lord has given to you. There's so many things. You see the song that we just uh, sang? Um, the earth is full of your goodness. Treasures everywhere. There are treasures everywhere. Hidden reaches of secret places. Hidden reaches of secret places. There are treasures everywhere. There are so many things that the Lord has given to us, which are treasures. They are priceless, but we don't value them. Do you know why? Because you are being led by what we see. You are being led by what we see. So therefore, we stagger. And the Christian is not meant to walk by what they see. The Bible says, For the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by what? Faith. Meaning that they will live according. They will walk in the light of faith. They don't walk according to what they are seeing. Oh no. They don't need that. Tell your neighbor, I don't need that. Tell your neighbor, I don't need that. And stagger not. You stagger not. Yeah. You stagger not. You are not meant to be shaking. You are meant to stand strong. Stand firm in the things of God. Yes. You are not meant to stagger. So, the just shall live by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Don't fight stupid fights. That will end up putting you in the hospital and getting you stars on your um, face or tribal marks that you were not born with. Don't, I mean, fight a good fight of faith where the Lord will reward you with the right things and he will just give you a prize. He will reward you. Yeah. He will reward you. When you fight the good fight of faith, don't think that the Lord is not seeing it. Don't get tired of fighting. A Christian is a soldier. A Christian is a fighter. We don't stagger. We are always prepared for anything that comes our way. Our situations, however, we cannot battle with guns. No, we cannot battle with knives. But we battle with the word of God. We battle with proclamation. We battle with prayer. We battle with prophecy. We battle. We are fighters. We are soldiers. A Christian is a soldier. If you are not ready to accept that, then forget it. You don't know where you are. 
If you are not ready to fight, to avail yourself for the things in the word of God, then meaning that you are not really a Christian. You were born into it, but you don't know what it is. You don't know how important it is to fight for what you know is the right thing. Some just don't understand why and how I worship God. Some, there are so many people who have been asking of my stories. That how did I become who I am today? I staggered nuts. That's my answer. I staggered nuts. I'm not discouraged by anything. Whether the online attendance is low, all I know I have to do is to speak. I speak and then it happens. Hallelujah. I speak and then it happens. It's like magic. Because you cough and then it happens. That's that some people's lives. The DBs. They cough and they don't even need to speak. They cough, then it happens. And that is how the life of a Christian is. When you ask for something, immediately must be done. Because there's authority. We read these scriptures in the counted and uh, sign, the uh, college fourth conference. We read all these scriptures. We read that there is dominion in us. We have dominion. That is why no man is useless. Everybody has their dominion in certain places. So no matter how useless a person is, no matter how much you think a person is useless they are not useless listen let me tell you something you may think a gangster is useless to the kingdom of god you may think that somebody who drinks is useless to the kingdom of god Mm? you may think that the people who sit in the clubs are useless to the kingdom of god but watch them when they become for the lord Watch them when they become for the Lord. You will see. Hey, at times I just think of that. Imagine somebody who drinks in a club. Imagine a gangster. Somebody who dresses anyhow. Just walks around thinking that, you see, they have dominion over the place. But they are not using it in the right way. So imagine if they were enlightened by the knowledge and they actually had the right knowledge to use the dominion in the right way. They will dominate over all the people they mislead and they will call them to Christ. But these people are hard to find. This is what we must be telling them. We have to be telling them our experiences. We have to tell them to fight the good fight of faith. It doesn't matter about how long you'll be fighting it. You have to fight. You are a Christian. And Christians are soldiers. You have to fight. You stagger not. You don't have an excuse. You need to fight through. If you want to get through, if you want to access that thing that you need, you have to fight. Nothing comes for free. That's why they say there's no free lunch. Because you fight for it. Before you eat, you fight your life outside for a job, for money. Before you pay us uh, the, the, the school fees of your son, the child, or your daughter, whoever, you fight. You unveil yourself and say that I will not allow my children to be sacked from class ever. If it happened to me, it will not happen to them. You see the dedication our parents have. They stagger not. This is what I want to instill in you today. Stagger not. Shake not. 
do not shake so that you fall short of the glory of God. You are a soldier. Those things don't shake you. Listen, now there are certain situations that happen that when I see, I'm not even worried. I don't even shake. Do you know why? I don't shake because I've seen it before. This is not my first, second, third. I've seen it across years of ministry. You know how long I've been in ministry? I've been here for God knows how many years. You can ask those who know me from way back. For so many years. We have, we, we have not even improved to this uh, level. And I hadn't even gotten to this level of preaching. Because well, the way I, at times I preach, I wonder that way too. Where do I get these words from? And I realized that it is the Holy Spirit. It is because I started notes. And he grew me in the teaching, in the preaching. He grew me in praying, in speaking in tongues, in evangelism, in gathering the saints. The clouds are gathered. In Ecclesiastes, it tells us that that's one book Pastor Max has in life. Because of the plenty letters in it that you have to pronounce. Ecclesiastes. It tells us that if the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. Do you, how many understand what I'm saying? <laughs> if the clouds are full of rain, they condense it, do they not? They let down the rain. They, they, that is what the Bible means, that they empty themselves. Even the Bible is proving, is showing you signs. So you should obey it. Those who say they are scientists and they believe that Whatever you cannot see or touch does not exist. See, even the Bible is showing us the ways in which science works. It's showing us water cycle. If you like, let me show you this scripture right now. Away from 1 Timothy 6 verse 12. We are going to the book of Ecclesiastes. Chapter 11, verse 3. And what does it say over there? It says, Makatalagabadi. It says, If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there shall it be. Do you understand what I'm... I, I, what I want you to see there is that if the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. So what does this mean? I'm going to say, ah, but what does this also mean? If the clouds be full of rain, meaning that if the clouds have rain in them, they will empty themselves. It's the same thing with a Christian. If you have that faith, you'll be able to stagger nuts. You'll be able to have that strength to fight the good fight of faith. There are certain things that don't surprise me anymore. I see people and I'm not surprised. People approach me. I'm approaching to them. Everybody knows me. I'm not somebody who likes to frown. Even if I frown, the meaning is it won't be about anything or anyone. To be about the church. That's that's ask anyone around me. That's all in my mind. I can't go to a place and not talk about my creator. I can't go to a place and not talk about church. I'm fighting the good fight of faith. You have to fight the good fight of faith. You have to make sure that the children, especially in Kualano, they can be 
they don't stagger because look Satan let's oh there's so much that I want to share with you at the same time you're not meant to stagger no 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 not this time if you are going to stagger don't stagger now wait when we are done with the battle then you can stagger but don't stagger now because we're in a serious time listen the devil listen attentively the devil is infiltrating the older adults or the adults with his spirits he's giving it to them small small he's implanting a seed in them one way or the other and when this seed is being planted the actions which serves as the water of satan's seed which is sin will grow the seed and when it grows it's unstoppable you can't stop it so the other one is is growing and then the more it grows the more it develops roots the roots or its roots in the hearts of a christian and when that happens it is very hard for you to convince such people to jesus christ that is why it's hard to bring gangsters smokers drinkers whoever to church when you invite them that's why it's hard to bring most people to church satan has implanted their city them telling them that oh this is the way to solve your problem so do it oh this is the way to keep your mind free oh this is the way to 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 clear clear um, clear your depression away this is the way to do it so you do it don't worry don't don't listen to anybody see they are all fools don't 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 listen to any of them they are all fools don't listen to any of them yeah it happens or you don't know so the devil has implanted into them his seed and is growing gradually you are not seeing it but it's growing so you realize that most of the adults that you see mad men mad women drunkards smokers drinkers weed what 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 occultists um whosoever is in any bad thing or indulging in any demonic thing these people were meant to be saviors of men these people were meant to be people who will go out and actually do what i'm talking about which is fighting the good fight of faith but no they couldn't they staggered and when they staggered now the devil had his chance to jump in and to infiltrate to inundate to pour his seed into them and when this happened it became a serious thing so you realize that majority of people you go out for listen at times you go out and it's getting into the children you go out for evangelism you ask somebody what church do you go to oh i don't go to church okay what church did you used to go to before because obviously if you don't go to church then maybe you've been going to a church before but what church do you go to and uh, me i don't go to church and you are proud saying it you don't go to church and you are proud saying it hey You are proud saying you don't go to church. And church, they've been instructing the man. Okay. You see? You, you see what Satan has turned you in? 
you see your your face, you see your life. You see what your life has become. You are getting money, but you can't get anywhere. You are there. You think you can do better than your creator? You think that we've made up this story and we are all taking part in a huge lie, right? That's that's. You think that's what really happens? <laughs> you think we are taking part of a big lie? Is that a mindset that you have? You ask the person, why don't you go to church? I, I don't know, I just don't go to church. It's the devil working. It may seem like, oh, a normal thing. But listen, it is not normal for any human being not to be in church. Especially when you were once a Christian. Especially when you were once somebody who used to serve the Lord. Oh, yes. You staggered when the devil had his chance. That's what happened to you. Nothing happened to you again. You staggered and the, and the devil had his chance. So when he did, and then the seed was planted and it grew. And here you are today. You can't do the things of God because you feel that, oh, um, God is just going to take our time. And why does he need me to give off? Why does he need me to go out and evangelize? I'm too shy. I'm too this. You want somebody to die because of your shyness. You see what people are causing? You see that people are leaving the earth gradually? You see? Hmm. It's a serious thing. Hallelujah. It's a serious thing. It's a serious thing. You may think that I'm just joking, but it's something we must really take to notice. But these things happen every time. You go out for evangelism, you talk to people, and you realize that, ah, there are so many people who don't go to church nowadays. You find out that what's going on. What's really going on in this world today? You find out that what's really going on in this world today? What has become of the world? You stagger not. Most people that we have today who don't go to church, they stagger. They stagger. Anyways, moving on from that stagnation. Or moving on from them staggering, the next thing that took place was something even bigger, which the devil planned from the beginning. Do you see? Yes. After these people, everyone, adults, staggered. Now, after that, he did not just leave them there not to do the work. That's in fight the good fight and make people saviors of men and make themselves saviors of men. After that happened and they were now 
with this target and then now we're there what initially happened was that after that not only did they stagger but now the seed is in them and they take it onto the children they bring it onto the children and at times most actually most parents majority you find out that dude wanna if the child doesn't go to church then it's because of the parents i'm telling you the truth if the child is not able to go to church then it is because of the parents yes most if the child is not able to go to church then it is because of the parents because when you go out and you're inviting people to church you realize one thing and my mother and my father you think that is normal no you think it is normal Check yourself over there. Stop, stop. Think. It's not normal. They are trying to put the same thing into them. And you know, children are much more easy to adapt. You know, children matter too. We are once children, and we still are. One way or the other, no matter how old you are, you can still be as childish as can be. No matter how old you are, it doesn't matter about where you've gotten to in life. You can still be as childish as can be. And you will not understand yourself. Yes. It's very important for us to notice these things. So while the seed is grown in the adult, it starts to, I don't know, but in this mode, I want you to understand, it's like it transfers onto the child. Do you know why? Because... The parents are not encouraging the child to go to church, to be in church, to do the things of God. So most of you, you just go to church. You don't do anything. You are just sitting in the church, opening your teeth, 36, smiling when the pastor cracks a joke. But it's not good. I can't stay in a church where I don't work. Ask everyone. I don't stay in churches where I don't work. I have to do something. Yeah. Not for popularity or for fame, but for the fact that I have to fight the good fight of faith. To make everything come out as it's supposed to be. Oh, yes. Are you listening? Very, very important point over there. So now, after that seed is grown in the adults, who doesn't now go to church? Who is not a savior of man? Who does not preach the word? Who believes that tithes and offerings are just a way of extorting money for the poor, um, um, uh, from the poor or the people uh, getting the pastors rich? When all of that happens, now it becomes the child. So now, now the seed is bearing fruits, and now the fruit will fall. When the fruit falls, akwaladi onim obefadi, the child will take it and eat the fruits. Not knowing what he or she is putting his or herself into. So you see why it is important for us to be evangelizing. You see why it is important to hold our faith strong. No matter what happens, stagger not. Even if I leave the earth today, stagger not. It doesn't mean you don't care. It means something greater than that. It tells us or it gives us a definition of life that simply means that you cannot be shaken 
If this is the devil's orchestration, then meaning it will not shake you. People live at any time. Today can be this one, tomorrow can be this one, tomorrow can be even me. If my time is not up yet, but I'm just saying, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. And all these things, they bring down the, um, you know, what do you call it? The impact of the Christian life on somebody. Yes. Or, or you don't know. Yes. It, listen, what most of the times, do you want to stop serving the Lord? Because some serve the Lord and they are dead at an early age. They did not enjoy life. Listen, you are meant to stagger nuts. You are a soldier. So there are certain things that don't hurt them. They only pay respect to the dead. As the rest, they are moving forward. The only thing that the devil wants you to do is to hold back your past. That's why the devil reminds you about the past. That's wrong. Because you never know. This time may be different. This time may be different. Oh, yes. So, stagger not. Don't shake. The devil only wants you to stay at one place. That's why there's poverty. It traps you in one place. That's why there's stagnation. It traps you in one place. Haven't you thought about it? Always the devil is trying to remind you of your past. Encouraging you about your past. You think it is nice. And in the past, look, you were even more successful. Before you even started taking the chest seriously, you were more successful. Will you shut down that thought over there? What sort of thought is that? Eh, this person loved God. Yes, the person died. Eh, why? God, why? God has not done anything. The Lord is watching. Very keenly. He knows what's going on. On empire. He knows. So don't think that, oh, the Lord is just there. He's watching people die and nothing. Hey, watch the way you talk. That is the only thing I'll advise you to do. Watch your talking. Hmm. It's very serious. Because you realize that, eh, we Of course, sorry, we have presby, we Of Methodist, we Pentecost, we This, everybody is just dying. These are ways to push you to stagger. Death is one of the things that is of the devil. If you don't know. And it's also a strategy. I think I'll have to continue this another day. Because if I say we are sitting here, we will spend more time than what is supposed to be spent here. I think I've said enough on, on the basis. This uh, topic, right, I decided not to speak on it. But I think we need to make it into another conference. November, we'll be doing a lot. We'll be usually having conferences in the night, so get ready. Yeah, there'll be a lot of conferences at night instead because of my new day schedule. So there'll be a lot of conferences at night. Apart from that, everything is going to be going on as smoothly as possible. Obviously, we've not had effectual prayer and praise for a while. That we are conscious of. But that doesn't mean it stops there. 
we need to continue because last year September we were doing it. We will not stand here for in since September. We even we even passed the month of September. Last year October we were doing it, so we have to do it. Amen. Are you there? We have to do it. We have to do it. Now, how many remember outpouring of the spirits from the month of October? Oh boy, the way I enjoyed that that prayer session. Eh? You see, when I am praying. One thing I usually don't care about is my appearance. Then so who say will be vampire? I'm closing you. I'm closing. So when you see somebody pray, one thing I don't care about is my appearance when I'm praying, because I'm praying. I'm I'm interceding for something. I'm talking about something to God. You are there telling me, then 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 pass away. <laughs> but some people when they are praying, hey man, daily city, raka shelter. Hey, this room is hot to raka. I'm like, hey, are you really set all those things before you start praying? Me, when I'm praying, I don't like distraction. So during that time, outpouring of the spirit, I set all those things. But you see, the heat of prayer, the fire that comes from prayer, uh, you do not know. You just don't want to know. The fire that comes from prayer. So AC 10, Ubetin 50. So AC Marco Marco 10. You will sweat. So just sweat. So at times the sweat will get into my eyes. And you realize that when I'm praying, my eyes will just become red. That's when you know that what I'm talking about to God is very serious. You don't come near me when I'm like that. I stagger not. I started not in that month of October 2022. If we are here again, we have the opportunities. We have the grace, the message to be doing all these things and to be available. What is our excuse? Money we have. We proclaim it. We prophesy. We pray concerning it. Therefore, it is us. The three P's. Prayer, proclamation, prophecy. These things will be your answer to anything you want in this world. Stand to your feet. This month, we will not stagger. We will pray. I think we need to start that um, outpouring of the Spirit again. I don't want to declare it for the whole month, but during that time, it, it got to a time that now when I sweat, my eyes will burn up, but they will not turn red. It has gotten used to that type of prayer. Have you? You'll get there. You'll get there. Stand to your feet. Lift up your hands. Begin to thank the Lord for the opportunity that he has given to you today to be here. Rambala, the so called Do Rakasha, Ligeves, Prandi, Dizek, Rekenumbre, 
Dambra, Shakata, La Gradile, Bezobre, Kizaka, Inde, Nitendo, Roko, Sufrangi, O Manta, Nibobo, Stoko, Bashakata, Rampa, Laka, Sokri, Keti, Bo, Shekla, Diste, Mandi, Nibobo, Stoko, Raka, Sanda, Laka, Bayi, Reke, Dika, Basokri, Kafasto, Gondile, Amandi, Nuzo, Sonde, Kilamanda, Randiste, Kelundra, Kalidabre, Sikoje, Les Rombre, Lika, Dilambra, Gosta, Kayandi, O Bashata, Kabayandi, Nibobo, Stoko, Kilamandi, Father Lord, who are out in heaven, we thank you for the opportunity that you've given us to be here at this moment in time. We say that there is none like you and there is none compared to you. Who is like unto thee, O God, among the gods who is like unto thee? There is none that compares to your majesty. This is why we say you are great, you are kind, you are good, you are excellent, you are loving in all things. O man, we thank you, O Lord. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name. We pray with thanksgiving, adoration, praise, blessings. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated in his glorious presence. Thank you for listening to today's message. This message was brought to you by Pekoa Energy Ministries, the Love Arena Church, Love Arena Media Productions, and Love Arena Music. Did you enjoy today's message? Do you want to hear more of the Word of God? Simply search for Quaker Hennigan Love Arena on any one of these audio podcast platforms, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. You can also search for Quaker Hennigan on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and see you another time for another wonderful message ministration by Quaker Hennigan.